Welcome to the Beacon Arts Podcast, Episode 2. It is Labor Day weekend, and nobody's here, so we are happy to be here to record this <laughs> so you guys have something to watch and listen to on your holiday. Um, so we have a lot to talk about, and I started last time, so Ali, why don't you introduce your first topic? Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Give a Day Knoxville. It's this new initiative that uh, Knox County is taking on, um, the Knox mayor, Knox County mayor, um, that office, um, and then philanthropies throughout, I don't know if that's the right word. Yeah. Okay, philanthropies throughout um, Knoxville and the surrounding area um, are all teaming up to do this special Give a Day Knoxville, which actually lasts uh, the full week. It started yesterday. Um, so many um, places are offering volunteering um, and service opportunities for just Knoxvillians to that's get involved. Cool. Um, so, like, what kind of organizations are, like, volunteering for that? Like, do you know any of them? I know the CLS is leading um, a couple different trips. Okay. Um, what are some places? I don't want to use specific places. Yeah, if you don't know anymore, <laughs> that's fine. I, It's worth looking into, maybe volunteering for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, well. So, what else do you, um, what do you got, I Dina? wanted to mention that. So, I think last Friday, mm. um, a movie called Close Encounters with the Third Kind, which is directed by Steven Spielberg, it came Ooh. out in the 70s. Um, they're actually playing it at the Pinnacle in Turkey Creek. Like the, the old movie, yeah, not like yeah, a reboot. Yeah, in honor of the 40th huh. anniversary of the movie. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, a, it's like, cool. Uh, it's in really, like, good quality. Yeah. You know? Um, so, I think that's worth checking out. It's, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, so, which is, like, really yeah. impressive. Okay. Well, yes. cool. I'd like to see that. I haven't seen the original, actually. Yeah, me neither. I haven't seen it either. Huh. I'll have to. Well, uh, speaking of movies, there's an event going on uh, this coming week, I believe, called like, Movies in the Park. It just started. Uh, yeah. Oh, I heard about Friday. that. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's at IAMS, right? Mm. Yes. Yeah, it looks really yes. cool. I don't know if it's free or not, but I've always loved like it's movies like that. It's $10. It's $10. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I have, like, a bunch of memories of, like, something similar to that, but, like, movies at the swimming pool at Disney. I know they did something like that here on campus, actually. They played Jaws, Jaws. at T-Rex. But I, I didn't go to that. Did, were either of you guys at the Movies in the Park event? No. Yeah. I didn't go. Uh, Market Square is doing something similar, too. Um, yeah. Movies in Market Square, uh, September through October. Okay, I'm so going to have to I don't go know what kind of movies they're showing. I think it's usually, like, family-ish movies, but, like, um, not maybe. kids' movies, but, like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, in between. More mature yeah. movies. I think also um, the cinema club at UT shows movies every Monday night at 7. Okay. Um, if you huh. guys want to check that out. That would too. be cool. I'll have to give that a look. Well, speaking of watching things, I went to see Peter and the Starcatcher this past weekend. Or actually, this past week. It was Wednesday in the preview night. And that was an amazing show. Now, neither of you have seen it. <laughs> I heard it was like three hours long. It was, yeah, it was really long. It was like three hours long. And it was... The entire backstory of Peter Pan, like we said in the last episode, but this this was a this was one of my favorite shows they've done there because they managed to to not only make it like hilariously funny, like I've never seen a comedy at the Clarence Brown. It's always been either a serious thing or a musical, but they somehow managed to make it really funny, but also like make me cry at the end. Like some of the quotes in there were really hard hitting. I don't know if you've read any of the quotes, but um, when uh, Peter. And the main girl were sort of leaving. They were being forced to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter said, you know, don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. You're going to be fine. And she said, no, I'm not going to be fine. It's supposed to hurt. That's how you know it meant something. I'll remember everything, every moment. And that really, like, that wow. gave me, like, 
cold chills during that. And there are so many tearing hard hitting, up. Right? This is so sad. Like there are so many hard hitting but like that's like in between like like a like a sixty year old man dressing as a British maid. Like yeah. that that back and forth. Just the way they pulled that off perfectly. It was amazing. Like um and they they really played Peter's character perfectly, but instead of him just being this light hearted, you know, young, never want to grow up character, they gave him like a reason and elaborate on his backstory mm. a lot more. I don't want to spoil the whole thing for you guys, um, unless you've already seen it. Um, but one of my favorite quotes from him is, I dream of a world in which nobody says I'm sorry because they don't need to any longer. And that leaves you thinking for a bit. This is a great show. Wow. So there's going to be a review uh, in the Daily Beacon. What day is the review coming out? Uh, tomorrow. It will be. So, It'll Monday. Be printed on Tuesday. So Monday. So it'll be it'll be out by the time you guys are watching this. So go grab a copy of the Daily Beacon if you'd like to see our review, our full review. Um, so what else you guys got? Wait. So it's a play, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a play. And it's it's not a musical, mm-hmm. but they sing like five full songs in it. So not a musical, but yeah. they sing five full songs. Yeah. yeah. So it's <laughs> you well, but it's not like full musical because most of it isn't a musical but they just you know it's like a Disney yeah. movie like, and I can get I can go okay. for free right because I'm a student students can go for five dollars now five dollars yeah and I don't know if you can bring guests <laughs> or anything like that but even if the guests have to play, pay full ticket price I'd totally Easy. recommend it it's reasonable yeah I mean I've awesome. I, I think it's totally reasonable for sure so Ali what you got uh okay so some coming up events uh, CreepyCon, which Creepy I know Con. you were going to kind yeah. of touch on also, mm-hmm. um, is coming up. We can come back to that. Another one is uh, the talk on Pablo Escobar. Um, it's like the real story by Pablo Escobar. Um, Steve Murphy and Javier okay. uh, Pina are coming mm-hmm. to talk about, because um, they were on that case, to talk about that and the making of Narcos, the Netflix oh, show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're, are they going to be on campus? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That'll That'll be be cool. Cool. When is it? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe it's so going sorry. to be Thursday. So you guys are probably going to like think I'm some outsider for this, but I don't, and only like once ever have had Netflix. Like I've not even really? watched. I've not never watched even like Orange is the New Black. I've never watched Seen any of the originals on Netflix, like at all. Which you I have realized, seen Stranger Things. Nope, 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 not at all. Which I know is my own fault you need to watch stranger things at least all the cultural references are just totally like lost on me like i've seen people at conventions in costumes like like what dressed as like somebody with like waffles question mark frozen waffles i haven't seen it but i mean is that a reference yeah i can't believe i i I need to watch it i guess i'll only (laughs) watch it if both of you see the peter and the star catcher show okay it's a deal okay fine fine okay so um you're also talking about creepy con i'm kind of excited for that because I might go, I might not. I know we have a, a video guy on that, so check that out on YouTube because we will put that up as soon as we can. And we're also doing an article about CreepyCon, I think. Mm-hmm. So check that out for sure. But uh, what do you know about CreepyCon? I've never gone. Uh, so from what I read, it's kind of um, like mysterious in a way. I just know they're going to have all kinds of vendors. Yeah. Um, it almost seems Halloween-y. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of early for Halloween. Well, yeah, it's never too it's early little, for Halloween. Love Candy corn's been in stores for two months, so it's time for Halloween, I guess. So, like, from what I understand, it's just all things creepy. Okay. So, I don't know what to expect. Okay, honestly. I did a little research, and there's really not much out there. Uh, their website needs to be updated. Please update your website. But, um, so they're having a zombie beauty pageant. I really don't know what that means, but sounds cool, I guess. Um, they're having a costume fashion show, which seems like that could be pretty cool. 
uh, some makeup demonstrations, a cake competition, because Cakes why are not? creepy. Yeah, creepy cake cake. totally. <laughs> and an aerial arts performance. So I guess they have some kind of like acrobatic show, which that alone yeah, would be worth going to. I think it's like 15 or $20 for admission, so I might go. I don't know. No it depends on if I'm doing something I think this day. is the first one also. Okay, and they're in the Knoxville Convention Center? Yes. Wow. Wow. That's an expensive venue. Uh. Um, so yeah, so that's going on. Uh, so Dina, what you got? What so else is going on this week? So back to the movies. I wanted to mention that <laughs> movies are her specialty. <laughs> yes, I love movies. Okay, well, um, the thing is that you know people aren't going to the movie theaters as much as they used to. I think this past weekend the box office had the lowest really? income that it's ever had since the weekend following 9/11. Oh like, man! In history, um, and. So, I mean, I think it's that people are, like, I hate to say this cliche phrase, but in this age of technology, people like to watch movies on their phones and laptops more. And I think that's, Mm. you know, that's the reality of it. But people just aren't going to the theaters anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't gone to a theater in months. Yeah, like, out of the two. What about you, Allie? Do you, have you, like... I used to go, um, that was, like, my family's thing, and we would go every single week to the movies. That's cute. Uh, hmm. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> like the only that reason sucks. I go anymore is I have like a really good friend that's like lives right next door that he works at Regal, so like he can get like free tickets, and I just I sort it. of yeah. go yeah, with him. Yeah, like we go to the Dollar Tree and just like sneak in like entire liters of soda in our pockets and just hang he out at the theater <laughs> for free. So I mean, that's worth it. It's free, yeah. but I wouldn't pay like twenty dollars for anything except like a big premiere that I really want to go to. It's just yeah. not worth it. There are a couple movies coming up, though. There are. Like The Kingsman. This past weekend, I think, not, you know, the one with the low low ratings, but this weekend right now, I think there weren't any new significant releases in Knoxville, so it's crazy how that... Yeah, I I don't know. The the medium is dying of theaters. I just, I don't think theaters are going to be around that much longer. And, you know, with the Netflix, I think that makes sense. But, uh, so concerts, I... I've recently gotten really big into concerts. Literally, the first time I ever went to a concert was like one year ago. Weird. And now I'm like super into it. Uh, so the Mill and Mine, um, the one show I'm excited for, this is like way soon to be saying this, but I've started listening to like all of their music and I'm super excited. Um, they're doing a double night, uh, STS9. Have you Never guys heard, heard of them. STS9? No. It's so weird. They, In their album cover, at least, they have like these weird like light bulb globe things on their head and it's like, live performed electronic music i guess but like there's also like singing and stuff it's really Sounds cool like daft punk it's yeah, kind of like american that. daft punk yeah that's a, that's Except a good with daft punk you have no idea who's under those masks yeah two french dudes <laughs> but but yeah i i don't know i might go to that uh some other shows at the mill and mine uh these are coming up in the next couple of weeks so tickets might even already be out uh blink 182 isn't at the mill and mine yes. but they're in town in knoxville i think that's My at the thompson bowling ecstatic. oh yeah <laughs> i i've listened to a little bit of them lately but not a lot but some people might be interested also um Future Islands uh, is doing a performance mm-hmm. at the Mill and Mind the night that this podcast is supposed to be releasing. So if you guys want something to do tonight, maybe do that. I don't know. Never even heard of their music before. So could be good. Uh, what else? What else we got? Back to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes. Yet again. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Um, so she just released Ready For It, her newest song. Uh, it's like already we- one on the charts, right? I don't even know. I think it is. Um, probably not. <laughs> but <laughs> me and Dina watched the video right before we came in here. Or listened to it, I guess. We can yeah. find the video. Um, 
<laughs> I, I I didn't, so I. I'm I don't confused. like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She uh, she attempts to rap, and the, oh, no. the beginning is really bad. Oh no! The, like, I'm sorry if you like Taylor Swift. The beginning of Ready for It is really bad. But then after Taylor that, Swift for a second, yeah, for a second mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this isn't bad. But then it got bad again. It's just. <laughs> I don't know it's what just she's all doing. Bad. She's just trying to change just, her genre up so much, and she's like famous for like I feel one like and a half genres. I feel drop a whole rap album and still be considered a country artist. I never have like, considered her country. <laughs> she's just been like super. Wasn't pop she always like th- the best country artist? She's country ever? and then pop and she's then she's like now a pop artist that is something. country. Now she's going through a phase. Yeah, she's she's <laughs> okay. going through her emo phase that she's <laughs> delayed by like thirty years. <laughs> I don't know. I, how old is Taylor Swift? Like, 32? She's born in 1989, so she's probably yeah. in her 20s. Yeah, a little bit longer. Oh, whatever. 30s. Uh, I mean, I guess I'm sure she's still going to make millions off of it, even though she's not a rapper and she's trying to rap. So maybe maybe she'll learn not to go with this, or maybe this will encourage her to, to keep doing that. I hope that she doesn't keep doing that. I hope but, not. <laughs> Uh, we won't have those anthems like um, Shake It Off to dance to. It's just going to be all about Gosh, Kanye West's broken romance or whatever. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, okay, what else is going on? Greek Fest is coming up pretty soon. Um, I've never gone to Greek Fest. I have heard many things about yes. Greek Fest and for many years have wanted to go to Greek Fest. Have either of you ever been? I've never been, but I've heard so many things about it. I've Lots of good food. Yeah, yeah, good food, and they like they do these cool dances too. Like yeah. traditional Greek dancing, or just huh, yeah. I think cool. a lot of European countries actually show up to it too. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Do you know where it is? Because I, I Not like it used to be like at a church, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, they usually do it at a church off of that road. I don't know what yeah. that's called. Like it's probably that like a road. Greek Orthodox <laughs> church or something. We'll find it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're covering that, I think, for video as well. So there'll be a video out later for that. Check that out. Um, What else have you guys been up to? Um, Well, we could talk about Cardi B. (laughs) It's not necessarily (laughs) this week, but (laughs) she had her song, Bodak Yellow, and it is quickly, you know, rising in the charts. She's definitely up there now. I don't know exactly what number, but I hear it all the time on the radio. Me too. And I hate to just, I hate to hate on everyone with new music, but I don't like Cardi B either. (laughs) We watched a lot of Cardi B videos before we came in here, and lots of people um, are comparing her to Nicki Minaj. I thought she was Nicki Nicki Minaj. Minaj. When I first heard her on the radio, I thought it was Nicki Minaj. I actually like Nicki Minaj. I, so do I, I like okay. Nicki Minaj. Like, maybe her as a person. I don't know much about her as a person, but her music, like, if I'm, like, wanting to feel hype for something, I'll just turn on some Nicki Minaj and I'll be like, like this she's, is the Have day. you seen Cardi B? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <Is> it, <laughs> like, okay, like, it's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I guess I'll have to. Is it, like, classic Nicki or is it, like, Anaconda Nicki? Because it's different. Okay. Nothing. You can't compare anything to Anaconda. <laughs> I, mean, I love Anaconda. Um, See, uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know how to describe Cardi B's sound. She has like a very heavy Bronx accent. Hmm. Um, she kind of sounds like the Cash Me Outside girl. <laughs> no. no. Which, by the exactly way, like yeah, okay. um, that girl started her music career. She released a song oh 
Is it uh, Nicki Minaj recently. from like the Caribbean? I have no idea where Nicki Minaj is from. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, either her or Rihanna from like an Probably island. Probably Rihanna. In the I feel like it's definitely Rihanna. I think you Maybe. should have done your research first. <laughs> I probably should have. I, I'm just getting people mixed up, I guess. I like Nicki Minaj and Rihanna, but I don't know. Huh. Well, um, if she sounds like the Cash Me Outside girl, I don't think that's my style. Just interesting. You need to go <laughs> yeah. look her up. I guess I will. I'll report back to you guys about how I feel about that, I guess. I'm not... I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be my thing. Um, so what else? Dina, do you have any... Well, I actually visited the dual current exhibition yesterday at the art gallery on Gay Street. And, mm. um, Knoxville Art Gallery yeah. is awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was like this exhibition that was uh, that compared the artistic value between architecture and Ooh. art and how they the two are t- kind of interchangeable cool. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something, I don't know, this is just my opinion, something mm-hmm. that I noticed is that I felt like the art that was made by male artists mm-hmm. was... I mean, lacking in emotion, I think, that the the art made mm. by female artists, like, I could just see evidence of much more complex emotion yeah. um, underneath the surface. Not to say that they <laughs> don't both have emotion yeah. or no, significance to them, but <laughs> it's just, I don't know, this is something I notice in movies, yeah. too. It might be easier for you to relate to the specific emotions maybe mm. being presented. Because, like, yeah. a lot of emotional stuff in art is very much obscured by your lens of looking into it so you know somebody from a different perspective looking at one piece of art might get the intended emotion while another person might just see it as something without any emotion whatsoever i agree yeah so, I, c- I could be wrong it's i just, mean i could know. be wrong too maybe maybe yeah. all the art there from the males do like totally sucks because i mean <laughs> i know if it was my art it would literally be like a lopsided square so <laughs> You know. It's okay. It's just something I thought about. I see this in movies, too, where, like, yeah. movies directed by men. Not to say that they don't have emotion, but I think movies directed by women have more emotion, I suppose. I don't know. No, it's something to sense. look out for, maybe, if you guys, next time you observe any type of art. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to like, look into that. That's And, like, anybody that um, has watched this podcast, if you agree or disagree, you know, definitely leave a comment or... Uh, message us, send us a letter, show up to Alex's office and tell him in person if you want to. Alex is our uh, <laughs> editor-in-chief. Uh, but I'd like to know if you know what people think about that particular topic because that is yeah. very perspective-based, and I think every single person will have a different answer uh, relating to that. Um, um, going off that, I'm sorry. No, mean. go ahead. Um, did you see they're making another Lord of the Flies? I think is the movie. I, I heard about but that. But with an all-girl cast. Oh, I heard about I heard that. But about it's directed by men. Yeah. Uh, and I okay. very few people are pleased about this entire just, situation. Yeah, okay. Well, I just don't understand how <laughs> the actions of women could be possibly be directed by men. I mean, it makes no sense, to be honest. But Well, and to, to go sort of counter that, but also with that, the writer of the original, the Lord of the Flies book, specifically intended the main three characters' story to be about masculine interfighting, I guess, mm-hmm. like masculine tendencies to fight for dominance. So the whole idea of changing it to females, while that, if you're trying to change the story to be like that, it's really deviating from the original story. So the whole concept is just, in my opinion, a, a mess that doesn't really benefit anyone yeah, at all. Maybe. We'll I mean, see. maybe it'll turn out to be great. I don't know. I, I have nothing to go off of, so I guess that'll be worth keeping mm-hmm. up and looking into. 
Uh, but we are almost out of time for today, so I just want to thank you guys for watching. Uh, once again, I am Bryce Bible. Allie Klaus. <laughs> I'm Dina Baker. And this was the Beacon Arts Podcast, Episode 2. We have a bunch of papers coming out, special features coming out uh, at the UT Daily Beacon. Videos coming out all the time. We have a sports podcast. We just started a neuroscience podcast, actually. If you like neuroscience, it sounds like a TED Talk. Like, literally, uh, Anu Kumar did this. She sounds exactly like a TED education like cast. She's amazing. So go check that out. It's on iTunes and Google Play. And we'll be putting out more episodes weekly. So stay tuned and thank you guys for watching. Peace out.